Right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Soshing with Suntwe. It's Wednesday again, that time, and we're back in the seat. Just give us uh, two minutes while the, while the feed populates and give us a chance just to share it around. If you would all do the same, that would be wonderful. Tag anyone you think might be interested. Share it with your friends. Get us some audience going so that we're not talking to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, let's get this done. So, get onto the page. Right, here we are. Okay, supposed to be live right now, right? Like, I can't... Um... It's not showing here. <clears throat> it's not showing on my page yet. It's not showing on your page. Yeah. Okay. No, now. I can see you. I can see you. Okay. I see you now. Nice. I see us. Great. So that's done. So I've done all my sharing. Okay, hold on. Right, so far we've got four people watching. Nice. Hi, guys. Yeah. Uh, um, if you're watching, just drop a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. It's always interesting to see who is watching from what part of the world. Um, yeah, today we are joined by Smokey P, also known as uh, Prince Dube. Uh, Prince and I met in Victoria Falls a few years ago, uh, where he specifically contacted me in the capacity of a drone pilot to help him uh, film a uh, music video that he was producing, which was a, a very different experience for me, having never done that sort of thing uh, before. And uh, Smokey P is a, a multifaceted individual who uh, produces various um, music videos, is quite uh, involved in the arts and entertainment uh, industry in Zimbabwe. Um, as well as uh, humanitarian efforts with a, a trust that he founded called the Young, and what is it, Africans. Young? Young and Gifted Africans. Or Young and Gifted Africans Trust, which is wonderful. Um, I'm going to actually put a, a link in the comments about that, uh, both the video and um, that. But um, Smokey, if you could tell us a little bit about your background, where you grew up, where you come from and how you got into the music industry in the first place. Well, first of all, man, thanks for this opportunity. And um, wow, who would have known that, um, you know, just that little time that we spent, um, you know, together working on that video would uh, lead to such a friendship. And thanks to Vusa, because um, he's, uh, you know, Vusa is the magnet, you know, he knows everybody and uh, yeah, and just for the for for the viewers at home, it was Vusa's brother who was on last week, uh, Cesar. So Vusa seems to be a common denominator to a lot of things at the moment with us. He is, He's, he most definitely. You know, he he knows. I think he knows almost everybody. <laughs> so yeah thanks to him and um so a little background about myself um so my real name is prince uh prince dube i was um born um born and bred in victoria falls uh, i was schooled here i spent uh about maybe total of three years of my primary school in Bulawayo. Um, but then, you know, I came back, I came back to Victoria Falls and I completed my primary school and my secondary school here in Victoria Falls. So if, uh, if Victoria Falls was home, where is home home? Vic Victoria Falls is home and home home is in Chinotimba, the um, old suburb. So I live in, you know, that section we call Emma Railways. That's where mm -hmm. I live. Yeah, and uh -huh. that's, that, I mean, that's where I was. Uh, born and raised, and even now, you know that I, I'm I'm older and I still stay there. You know, that's, and that's, rural home. Uh, a rural home, like I, I don't know, you know, because <clears throat> rural home. Okay, I only went once, and I was very young, like mm -hmm. very, I was like teeny weeny little kid, 
and I, I don't really have a memory of it, but I think it's in Cholocho, um, oh, okay. and that's my mom's role. Uh, my dad's role is somewhere in the Mashonaland region. Ah, oh, nice. Okay, cool. So proper Vic Falls, right? So I'm proper Vic Falls, you know. I'm, <laughs> yeah, totally Victoria Falls guy. Not an immigrant like I was. <laughs> 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 well yeah well yeah <laughs> so so the music industry yeah that's uh that's quite a tough industry in zimbabwe it's it seems to be up and coming in the last uh 10 years or so it seems to have made massive massive uh jumps forward um tell us a little bit of, about that and how you got into into the music video business mm. So I've always been into, um, you know, the arts, like growing up, I, I mean, that's all I could dream about, you know, I, I've always wanted to be involved in, um, um, in, in music, I've always wanted to be involved in filmmaking, you know, just, um, just entertainment, you know, as, as, as a whole, like, I've always wanted to be in that. So uh, growing up, I, uh, at school, I was in um, drama clubs. Um, <clears throat> I was in drama clubs, though, you know, they were not like the cutting edge type of, you know, drama, uh, drama clubs or groups that I, um, I had in mind, you know, it was just the basic, you know, stuff. Mm. But anyway, um, I, I just kind of fell in love with all of that, you know, that good stuff. And, um, but unfortunately, you know, um, Vic Falls, man you know, exposure. It's a very small town, right? Mm. And I don't remember like a lot of people like growing up who actually encouraged me to, you know, to go into music. Uh, with my family, you know, they never really understood like why, you know, like why do you want to do this? Why do you want to be, you know, involved in this kind of stuff? But I don't know, you know, when you, when you have this innate feeling is like something that you're born with, you know, it's just kind of like a drive, you know. So I just grew up with that. And I thought maybe in time, it would, you know, the, the curve will flatten, but no, nah, it just kept going up. Um, and eventually, after finishing high school, I just thought, let me just pursue this uh, full time. Yeah. And that's when I went to Bulawayo. Um, that was that's where all the studios were. So it was either in Bulawayo or in Harare. So the closest for me was in Bulawayo. So I made that trip to Bulawayo and I um, attempted my first album. Your own personal album? My own personal album. Okay, uh, cool. Back in the day, I was a hip hop artist, you know. Because <laughs> hip hop was the thing, man. It was the thing. Um, and my biggest influence was Tupac you know, because um, of his poetry, you know, his his use of just words, it just caught me, you know, and um, so I used to do a little bit of hip hop and VUSA, the common denominator, um, and I actually made one trip to Bulawayo where he literally just froze, you know, in front of the mic. He always, yeah, he always takes me back, you know, every time he always, Say, Smokey, I owe you, bro. <laughs> so, where do we yeah. hear your album? So, in, um, my latest album is on iTunes. Actually, it's it's yeah. called Taka. It's it's on iTunes. It was released about two years ago. Um, it's a fourteen-track album. It's on every um, store out there. Like, so you can find oh, it on cool. iTunes, on Deezer. You can find it everywhere yeah you're gonna have to put the link to some of it in the comments okay i'll send you the link that's cool so how many albums have you got so far if that first one was uh, long back and this is your latest album how many albums in between oh so man that's a long story because i um i only have like two albums that i've uh done for myself mm -hmm. because after i came back from Bulawayo. Um, well, what I saw when I was in Bulawayo just kind of, you know, um, changed my, you know, my perception of 
just the music industry, you know, mm. as all. Because when I was back at home, I had this fantasy like, oh, this is how it's going to look. This is how it's going to be. You know, I, I always thought like artists would be like respected because you're an artist and blah, blah, blah. Oh, my goodness. It was so <laughs> different. When I got there, like, look, we were recording at this guy's house, um, uh, Joe Masego and... Um, May his soul rest in peace because he passed away last uh, last year. He was a really nice guy. Um, but like we were recording at his house mm -hmm. and there were benches outside. So, you know, we'd be like in the blistering cold waiting for our turn. And, you know, this could, I mean, this could, you could be out there like for hours, you know, just waiting for your turn. And mm. that was the first time where I was like, wow, this feels different. You know, it feels different from what I had in my head because I thought like it was going to be like this big old studio and, you know, just, but that was the first time I got introduced to home studios, right? Mm. And there's some and, good ones. In there. It's quite impressive. I mean, of course, of course. I, I mean, now I think things are different. You know, things have changed. And I'll tell you, like back in, Back then, when I <clears throat> first went into into music, like they, were, they didn't use computers at the right. at the studio. You know, he had this um, keyboard. Everything was programmed via the keyboard, and it went into a tape. Oh wow! And it was yeah. And when you recorded your vocals, it went into a into what they called a DAT tape. It was a tiny little tape, yeah. digital audio tape. And that's where your master goes in. And then they send it, they would send your recorded work to a big, a bigger studio for mixing, mm. which is different now because I do everything in my computer. Like yeah. I have my keyboards, I have my drums, I have all, like everything I need in there. So, you can literally produce an entire album from the from your bedroom now. That's incredible. That's what I do. Yeah. I mean, have you um have you had much to do with uh with uh, his uh, stage name is so kindly, um, Shane. Shane, no. <laughs> He's also in Vic Falls. Shane, I'll look I don't know why I'm blanking on his surname at the moment for some stupid reason. I, I know him extremely well, but I just can't for the life of me think of it right now. Um, when I think of it, I'll tell you. Shane Peel. Shane, Shane Peel. Okay. What are, yeah, he's uh, he does a lot of production at home in Vic Falls, and he's really good as well. Um, but yeah, what year were you uh, record, recording in Bulawayo when it was like that? Uh, come again. <clears throat> what year do you think that was when you were recording and using those tapes and stuff? It was in two thousand and three. Oh yeah, so that's a long time ago. Because yeah, um, I was I, just fresh out of high school. A lot of people don't know this, um, but I come from a dancing background. And in 2000 and 2005, 2006, I used to have uh, a, I used to have a hip hop crew. I got a beat. Uh, let, 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 let's see. You. <laughs> <laughs> let's see you pass some moves. Let's see you pass some moves. I'll, I'll send you a clip, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I used to have a, a hip hop crew that I used to to dance with, and um, we used to spend quite a lot of uh, time in a in a recording studio in Bulawayo. Um, I can't remember which one it was called, but it was in Burnside somewhere. It was actually a, at a priest's house, father, someone or another, and um, <laughs> and we used to mix our tracks there for our for our shows and for our competitions. And you laugh, bro. We were good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah everything about your story you know, just <laughs> okay looking at you now and hip-hop and the crew like old like you hip-hop crew dancing and, uh, <laughs> mothers so and so's it's it's yeah you would have laughed because i used to i used to be such... sorry what was that I totally see you doing that. I totally see you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I used to wear a do rag and everything. Don't joke, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
<laughs> All right, sorry guys, we've killed we've killed Prince. Whilst he's busy laughing at me, I'm just gonna take some some uh, have a look at who's uh, joined us here. And, uh, <laughs> wow, we've uh, got quite a few people who tuned in. From Vic Falls, we've got Trish Mambinge. She's from Shearwater. Um, Johan Hatting from South Africa saying, "Are we champions?" We've got wow. Bonnie Murphy saying, "Hey y'all." But Nicole D'Souza, she's in London at the moment. She said, and insanely blonde hair. Yeah, I have insanely blonde hair. <laughs> it's actually uh, a new thing that I have here. Most people, mm. most people know me without much hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look, you totally look different because the last time um, you had the mohawk. Yeah. And, yeah. I had a mohawk for something like 10 years and I, I only got rid of it at the beginning of this year. So, um, Christine Robinson from Essex, England. Hello to both of you. Wendy Whitehead saying word up. Uh, Chosen from Vic Falls. What up, brother? Long time. Chosen. And, and Alexandra from uh, Sweden. Slash oh, Vic Alex. Um, Baby girl, how you doing? Yeah, some familiar names and faces. Yep, yep. Uh, Becky Banks, uh, Norman and Jobu. Yo, Smokey, what's up? All the way from Germany. She used the N-word. I couldn't use it, so I don't, I don't know if it's right or wrong. I just I just stay away from it. He says, <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Smokey, my nigga. <laughs> okay. You got to be politically correct. All right. There you go. <laughs> well, I, just, I just stay away from that at the moment because... Someone might burn down a fucking building or something if I say yeah, it. Man, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. You know, um, these days you you always have to be PC, you know, and it's it's so weird. I mean, the I mean the world is um it's very touchy feely, you know. So it's yeah. fucking bullshit, and I think it's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's all over. It's all over, and sometimes, you know, you might be. Um, I I have um. Or should I say, I had uh, you know this uh, friend of mine. She was um, obviously you know uh, white, and she um, you know she, she 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 used to take pictures of me. On most of the time, she would say, "Oh, you're too black," you know, "you're too black." And no, like I look. Sometimes I would take pictures of her and say, oh, you're too white, you know, because sometimes <laughs> most of the time, like when if I was shooting pictures of her out in the sun, it's an exposure. Would, the exposure, you know what I mean? So yeah. I never took like offense, but, you know, of course, then you, you find some people going, why do you let her talk to you like that? Or, you know, because, I mean, we are more, I guess, I don't know, we're very, the world is fragile, man. You know, the world is very you know what I, think? I think people have forgotten to find the nuance between the intention with which something is said and what is said. They take too much value on the word or yeah. the, the, the words and not the not the value on the intention behind the words. So, you know, like like as boys, we can say something to each other that sounds harsh if it were coming from a stranger. But knowing that knowing each other, we're saying it with love. It's a completely different context. So I think it is. I think people need to people need to take a giant teaspoon of cement, harden the fuck up and stop being so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bottom line. But anyway, we'll we'll leave that, we'll leave that shit for the politicians. I'm out of, I'm yeah. Yeah, leave that for another day. I'm That's getting for another bit, life. I'm getting another a bit life. jealous here because you seem to be getting a hell of a lot of love from a hell of a lot of ladies here. Uh, she has your oh. saying, we love you, Smokey, from your girls. We've got um, uh, Shiro. Hey, Smokey. <laughs> oh, Shiro. Oh, my goodness. So, Shiro is the first uh, female artist that I worked with. Uh, you know, she was, um, I mean, we, we, we started off like when she was very, um, I think she was still at school and I was just um, coming back from my whole, you know, Bulawayo deal and you know, I was just trying to set up my studio and look, uh, she, Shiro, if, if you're watching, you need to come back to music, baby girl. You need to come back to music. Very talented, very talented, but, you know, took a, 
different turn. Yeah. <laughs> that was another one from uh, Becky. You used the mm -hmm. F word, man. Oh, no. Oh, come on, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> As I said to Prince when we weren't on air yet, I said, uh, I'm not going to hold back or, or, or censor my views or my talking because there are no filters, bro. There's, there's not no filters, bro. You, 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 you got to keep it real. Otherwise, uh, otherwise real. who am I pretending to be? Keep it real. And, yeah. um, but one rule is uh, never say fuck in front of the KIDS. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we should have that little, you know, that little um, 18, uh, 18 plus only sign. Yeah, we stick it up in the corner somewhere yeah. there. But kids don't, kids don't, they don't do Facebook, honestly. It's you know, a people thing now. Eh? Facebook yeah, is. I'd be, I'd be concerned if we're on like Instagram, you know, because yeah. then, yeah, then they, they'll be minors. This is for oldies, but I'm not old. But this, you know, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg's <laughs> got to do something, bro. <laughs> well, for old people now, unfortunately. It's, um, it's moved away from the young guys. The young guys are all about Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter, eh? Yeah, it is what it is. Okay, let's go back. Where were we? <laughs> yeah, we 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 very much derailed. Um, so we were talking about uh, Boloa Studios and and how they used to be and all the rest of it. Now you said you're producing mostly from from home, and you've got your own yeah. studio. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, he's got a very professional setup there with a nice uh, a mic and, uh, and everything, which is why his voice sounds so amazing on here, and I sound like a because there's audio but um yeah i'm getting some advice from him later after we sign off on what equipment i should get for my setup here so hopefully we'll start moving into a bit more of a professional setup for me too uh but yeah bit by bit but um i thought you know uh, i've actually got your video that we worked on together i thought i'd play a small clip of it in the stream so hello yeah yeah so this was in 2017 wasn't it this was in 2017, yes, uh, uh, beginning of 2017. Yeah, uh, so um, it was, uh, it was uh, that's when you gave me a call and I came in. So I can only take credit for some of the drone shots, all the directing, all the other photography, everything else, the, the production, the, the everything was smoky. So he's the man. But this is the, this is the video here. And um, we'll give it a small play and you can have a look. You can comment on it as it goes, if you like. Those were some great drone shots. It was a lot of fun, eh? Like that, I really enjoyed that day. It was, it was uh, such a different experience. For me. I think that was, this was the first time that I I'm trying to see if I can adjust the volume. Oh, there we go. Sorry, you were saying this is the first time? This was, this was the first time for me. I mean, you were like, um, you were like a genius, you know, with the drone. <laughs> I was faking it till I make it, bro. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> uh, really? Because I was so scared. Like, okay. This was one of those shots that we, we made because, um, but you made it, you know, a little easier because we had those walkie talkies, you know, that we could communicate because we're so far, you know, apart. The walkie talkies are there. Can you see them? have left them here bro they're the very same ones we used you don't need walkie talkies in uh uk man <laughs> you'd be surprised with the, the cell phone signal the cell phone reception here is absolutely shit <laughs> anyway that's the video guys if you uh, want to see it with the link i'll put it in the comments but yeah that was the video that we worked on together. So 
tell us again a bit more now. So you don't just do the videos, you actually produce the music and everything behind the video. How does this, how does, what does it actually, how does it work? I mean, I can see here, Becky again is saying, uh, Smokey, I need a serious flow from you right now, man. So he, obviously he's also an artist that, uh, that you've worked with before and um, is looking for you to produce a track for him too. <laughs> Becky, my guy, this is not the platform. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you got to strike while the iron's hot, bro. <laughs> we'll come back to you, man. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back. Anyway, <laughs> you were saying, um, oh, you were asking me about, um, you know, just, you know, doing the production and, and um, you write the actual music, the tracks. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, you know, I will be honest with you. It's not easy. Okay. <laughs> I can imagine. And it's not. It's not. And I, you know, it's, I have, um, <clears throat> I think I've worked on my talents. I, I think I only had like just this one talent at the, you know, at the beginning. Uh, and I, a necessity, you know, brought me into all these other, you know, uh, talents. Mm. I kind of, um, like I said, being, you know, born in, born and raised in Victoria Falls, very small town. And at that time, there, there really was no studio. People had no understanding, you know, of what it is that I was, you know, what, what I was on about. So... <clears throat> you know, from learning how to produce uh, music on my own, because I never went to music school. So that's yeah. the thing. I never went to music school. I had to learn, you know, just from my head, like, and I got introduced to computers at an, like a very early age, um, uh, you know, uh, through my uncle, you know, he, he had a computer in his house and I would, you know, every time you would leave, I would, you know, he would disassemble it, but every time you leave, I would, you know, try to put it together, you know, and until I learned um, how to use it and, and all this other stuff. So that helped me when I came, like I said, when I came back from, uh, from Pulawayo uh, and I was thinking, hey, I need to try and set up a studio for myself. Mm. I, I started looking around for you know, cheaper ways of setting up a studio, but they really, you know, went cheaper ways because it's either you bought yourself that Korg, which was, I think it was going for thousands of dollars at that time, that keyboard, you know, and, you know, all this other expensive gear, which of course I didn't have the money for. So yeah. a friend of mine who was into computers as well, his name is uh, uh, Noel, used to work for Telco. Uh, he said, hey, you know, introduce me to the internet. He was like, you know what, you, you want to come to my office, you know, play around with the computers. And one day as I was sitting there in front of his computer, I saw this little tiny little icon and I was like, what does this thing do? He was like, oh, some, you know, some guy, you know, came and installed that. I don't know what the hell it does. So I opened it up and it kind of looked familiar. And that was the first time that I, you know, stumbled, up, you know, across FL Studio, which is the software that I, I, I've been using since, you know, mm. and it changed my, it changed my life because it taught me that I could literally have a studio inside the computer. I didn't need to buy, a, you know, a, a guitar or, a, you know, get a band and stuff like that. So, I learned from that. That's when I started learning production, how, um, and then from there, just just life kind of teaches it teaches you these things. And I wanted covers, you know. I wanted covers like how these guys do them in in the U.S., you know. Mm. But there was nobody who understood that, like how how to put how to take a photo, you know, a professional photo that can go into. So I had to teach myself. I had to do mm. that, you know, and I had to go online. So this is hundreds of hours of online tutorials how to how to if you go into my uh youtube it's like how to how to mm. everything is how to how to skype how to 
<laughs> how to talk to a girl, how <laughs> to sadza, how because <laughs> that's well, that's the world, you know, that's the world, and that's how I, I learned, you know. But this is uh, the amazing thing these days because this my my uh, my drive in life is also it's about skills acquisition and i like to accumulate skills and learn skills and i feel like if i'm not learning something at any given time then i'm i'm wasting time so of course. and of course. the incredible thing is that we're living in an age now where there's nothing that you cannot learn from youtube nothing that you cannot learn from internet and if you um even like uh, like with jobs and stuff if you're if you're owning a company and you're hiring people you shouldn't be hiring people based on skills. You should be hiring people for the type of people they are, the kind of attitude they have, because skills acquisition can happen like that. There's nothing yeah. you can learn. Yeah. So obviously, if you have a, if you if you need an electrician, you've got to hire an electrician who's got the skills. But I'm talking about like, um, you know, more generalized type of jobs, like management jobs and that sort of thing. You shouldn't be hiring a, a manager based on his ability to to do Excel spreadsheets. You should be hiring him on his ability to to interact with other human beings and lead. Um, and I think a lot of a lot of companies have fallen short on the fact that they're hiring skills instead of hiring attitudes and and leaders. Um, but yeah, there's no excuse anymore. There's absolutely no nothing standing in line, standing in the way for someone to acquire the skills necessary to chase what they want to do and 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 do it. I mean, I've I've done with with all my own little businesses and branding and stuff. I do all my own Photoshop and all that sort of thing. And exactly like you, it's just tutorial, tutorial, tutorial. My video editing that I did for when I was uh, uh, doing a lot of adventure sports stuff, also just online tutorials and even down to the the intro graphics, uh, learning how to do Adobe um, After Effects. Effects, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's long hours of work. That Oh, man, look, I, I have <clears throat> I have tried almost like everything, like, everything but with after effects i have told myself that this is one um this is one monster i do not want to attempt you know because i i have tried um i think it just needs people with that much patience you know you're working mm -hmm. frame frame by frame frame and you're working with sometimes thousands of frames and you have to change each frame just you you gotta have the patience for that so i i I'm kind of limited to uh, Adobe Audition, and that's mm -hmm. what I use for my vocals. Uh, Adobe Premiere, which is what I use for video. Mm -hmm. uh, I use, it um, I use a, well, a little bit of Adobe, you know, After Effects. Just a, a tiny little bit, like I would, I would probably make a title, you know, just <laughs> I'll probably just create a title and that's it. I, well, what's I, it? Uh, After Effects, I made like a little intro video, a couple of little intro videos that I used as, you know, like logo, uh, logo drop type stuff. Yeah. And that was me done. I was like, <laughs> this is where I drew the line as well, exactly like you. This is Adobe After Effects is like an entire career that you have to pursue. It is. It is. And, and also, you know, not to mention that you need a computer that is strong enough, yeah. you know, to to process all those graphics. And I mean, I'm only using a P7, um, a Core i7, and it's like, nah, you know, with After Effects, uh, if if you if you are really looking to do the real stuff, mm. um, you know, yeah, you probably need a Mac. <laughs> and a yeah, 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 my 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 PC struggles even with the Premiere Pro because it's it's old now. I need to upgrade. But yeah, so let's move on and let's talk about your trust. So this is this is another interesting aspect of uh, of this man's multifaceted character. Um, tell us about your trust, how you started it, where where you started, how it came about, what it is. Well, so I'm going to take it back just a little bit. So when I was still um, doing this whole music thing, right at the beginning of my music uh, career in, um, you know, in Bolivia, trying to get my music recorded and that kind of stuff. Uh, one thing I noticed was, you know, you know, it wasn't just us guys, you know, there were, you know, ladies as well, there were girls um, as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, <clears throat> not to say this happens you know everywhere but you know at that time 
you know, there was just something, you know, off. You know, us as guys, you know, we could be like sitting out there like in the blistering cold, you know, um, but then, you know, there'll be like stuff that's, you know, that's going on. And then you hear people talking about it, you know, about girls going in there and, you know, getting uh, favors they wouldn't pay, you know, um, to get their stuff recorded. Mm. You know, they'll just you know, try and, you know, um, you know, they would work out ways, you know, mm. no, yeah, to, to pay for, for their studio time. But, their, you know, their, their products never came out. They never, they never made it, never heard them on radio. Uh, so you realize, you know, as, as you are, as you are, you know, in this industry that women um, most of the time are taken advantage of, mm. you know, um, sometimes they're promised, you know, they're promised, Hey, I'm going to do this for your career. I'm going to do ABCD for your career, you know, but at the same time, they get uh, sexually um, abused, uh, and most of the time, they ne their careers never, um, you know, never happen. And so, promises, eh? just empty promises, and and then also it and it doesn't it doesn't help that most of the ladies who are really like who are who are talented as well, um, you know, they sometimes because they don't get um back you know backing from family you know like family doesn't support them because most of the time family doesn't support artists you know yeah. family will tell you why don't you be a doctor why don't you become this why don't you become that and so you know they will sneak out of their you know um homes you know to try and get their you know this career set up and stuff like that so if something happens to them while they're in the studio or it's it becomes a difficult or challenging thing for them to to tell the next person that you know mm -hmm. oh i you know I, I got sexually assaulted where were you uh i was at what were you doing there right and so <laughs> you know you 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 start to see that uh women are most of the time you know they they're vulnerable right and then the other thing was when i was there there were there were no female producers yeah. right no female engineers um in fact like i i really haven't heard of like female executives in in in, inter, in the entertainment industry in zimbabwe I, I haven't heard you know there are a few i know there are a few women who are now going into film you know uh most of them you find that they are you know sc uh, screenwriters and stuff like that uh, but it's only, you know, like a, a handful of them, you know, who, who become executive producers or who become or who own studios or who becomes um, uh, the producer or the engineer for a studio. So it was a, a culmination of years um, for me going into the nonprofit world. It was kind of like a slow process. Mm. Uh, it began in 2008. Um, I uh, came across this uh, nonprofit organization that was based in the U.S. called the National Association for the Prevention of Starvation (NAPS) in short, and I became the coordinator for um, for their programs here in in, um, in Victoria Falls. Um, it was more, you know, we most mostly focused on uh, emergency uh, aid relief and stuff like that. We went as far as you know Malawi uh, to offer. Um, so, uh, food aid and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but I still, you know, it didn't, st it still didn't feel like home, right? Uh, and there was lots of, you know, religion, you know, religious politics involved with that group. So I, I left. Um, and um, in 2012, I joined the Rose of Charity, uh, which is like the local orphanage here. Mm -hmm. And I was doing an, a, a, a totally like arts thing. So that's when I introduced that concept of, of Yaga. And then at Rose of Charity, that's when I got introduced to the idea of girl empowerment because Rose of Charity used to do workshops for the girls. Mm -hmm. And that made total sense for me because uh, Rose of Charity being an orphanage, you know, they had all these orphans, they were taking care of the orphans. 
And I looked at it and I was like, you know what, but that's not really the solution, right? The solution is if there is a woman out there who abandons their baby or, you know, dumps their, their, their child in a bin, because, I mean, just those stories that you would hear were just, you know, had just like, you know, heartbreaking. Um, but there has to be a story behind it. And I thought, if there's ever going to be a way that we could change that, it means we have to empower the woman. We have to put her in a position where she doesn't feel like, you know, she has no other option but to abandon their child. So it means we have to empower the, you know, the girl. So I, I fell in love immediately. I fell in love with that concept. I, so I was doing a lot of um, music, uh, recording, even in the rural areas. Rose of Charity has uh, a, um, their home in the in Sizinda, uh, the rural area, and that's where I spend most of my time. So we we do a lot of like. Uh, short films and it was such you know a great experience and I thought you know this program to grow and in 2015 um, I came across this uh, organization called the Giving Circle Global Surgeon Giving Circle they were based in the U.S. and they they also fell in love with just that concept what I was doing uh, working with the girls helping to empower them through through music and, and the arts and they said, look, we want to, you know, join hands with you. We want to support your, um, we want to support your program. And I started getting, um, you know, funding for that 2015 all the way to 2019. But somewhere along the way, you know, I got drawn into different things, you know, all really good. I, I, I went into hosting clients uh, for that same um, uh, organization. You know, uh, they would have like their clients coming to visit, you know, to see the project. So I would do a lot of that. Um, all, good, uh, all good stuff. Uh, and then last year in, in 2019, because I was operating without, um, you know, uh, I wasn't legal. So Young and Gifted Africans was operating, but it wasn't legal. So I had to set it up legally last year. Mm. And so that's when we got registered uh, in 2019. Oh, cool. So that's basically the yeah the story of yeah so this is the website address for anybody who uh wants to visit it um it's yeah. quite a cool website i was checking it out earlier so take a look and uh if you feel like contributing contribute if you want to share it with some people do so um we're going to take a moment now i just want to say thank you to everybody who's watched and come and joined us so far um, we would be grateful for any questions, happy to hear any questions or input from you all. So this is a good time to drop them in now because we've already hit 45 minutes and I want to try and keep it under an hour if possible. Um, so put your, put your comments in, put your questions in now and uh, we'll take as many as we can. But uh, if not, if we don't get any questions in, then we'll start wrapping up shortly. So... Smokey, tell me what's uh, what's the situation like at the moment with uh, Yaga and the fact that uh, everything's shut down there in Vic Falls. It is. I mean, honestly, it's been it's been um, uh, it's been an incredibly um, ch- challenging time, you know, for everyone. I think for you know, whether you were a business or a nonprofit or you know, whatever. Uh, you know, this is this has been like the most difficult time uh, mm. for me. It's been challenging because I, um, you know, over the years I have uh, built relationships with a lot of you know young people and um, who really, you know, look up you know to me for support and and that kind of stuff and. Um, just the COVID pandemic, just, you know, it, it hit us at a time when we, we least expected it. And so you get trapped in, in this whole, take care of myself, or, you know, what do I do? Because when resources, right, yeah. um, are scarce, you're like, what do I do? Like, how, how do I go about this? And it's been difficult for us uh, also, because um, the way that we had set up uh, uh, young and gifted Africans was that we'd be 
you know, um, getting most of our support from travelers, you know, through tourism. Yeah. And with all borders closed and the airports closed, I mean, you can guess it's been it's been a, cha a, a, a challenging time. But you know that hasn't stopped us uh, from you know still you know focusing on um, the arts and still working with the girls. And just last week, um, just last weekend, this past weekend, uh, yeah. we did a food drive. Uh, to uh, some of the, the the girls that we work with, we've you know we donated uh, food packages for them, you know because I mean people are starving, people are literally starving there. Um, I had one one of our girls who had gone for almost a week without like food, and they were like, "Look, if you please help us," and so my team and I we had to put some money together and and go out there to try and donate whatever we, you know, we could, uh, which also kind of brought us to the, to the, to the idea of setting up a, a GoFundMe. So a friend of mine from the US, uh, her name is Lisa Woods. She has helped to create a GoFundMe page, uh, which is probably going to go live tonight, um, that we're going to try and raise some money uh, to, to, to help as many people as we possibly can during this, um, this time for me i think i've been uh I, I i feel privileged you know because throughout the year the years i have met people i have expanded my network there are people that i can um tap into you know when i'm actually going through you know hard hardships i can tap into a, a couple of people even though also you know it starts to get you know what i mean it starts to get um because you don't always want to be like, please, can I, please, can I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So still, I feel privileged that I have those people that I can tap into. Um, but there's thousands of households out there who have no one, mm. literally no, you know, that they can call or ask for food. And um, I, I, I don't, I don't feel good. I, I don't, I can't sleep well at night. Um, even when I know that my kids have had, you know, enough food. Um, if I know that there are people out there that I, you know, I can, that need my help, you know, I have to try something, you know, I've, I have to try something and this is the best that we can do. So we're going to set, we've set up that and it's going to fly out tonight. I'm going to be sharing it on my social media uh, pages and hopefully we'll be able to, to meet our goal. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I, and it's, it must be uh, even harder from the fact that a lot of the people are people that you actually know personally. So it's not it's not a far-removed situation like what most people are used to, where they, they think of some faraway starving person, um, you know, in another, in another continent. This is people on your back doorstep who you know and socialize with and, and interact with on a daily basis. So it's heartbreaking, man. Yeah, you, I mean... You're right. You can't run away from that, right? Yeah. Um, because yeah, you you are bound to bump into those people. You know, anytime you walk out your gate, you're gonna meet somebody who knows you, who you know expects you to do something. You know, to change their situation. So, yeah. I mean, you can say no today and no tomorrow, but look, this has been going on for more than ninety days. You know, yeah. how long are you? keep saying, I can't do this, I can't do that. And and they see, you know, because we have a center, we have a surf space right here, you know, in in the community. So they see the logo, they see the place, and, and they expect the help. So if you don't help, you, you become, you know, why you become useless, you know, to the to the society. Yeah. It's like, hey, dude, you're just a, a pretty thing. What are you here for? What are you here for? Just shut down and and, and leave already, <laughs> you know. So they look at the, you like a toothless dog. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. and it's also understandable. I mean, I would feel the same if you know, if if I were in their shoes. But absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, we don't have any questions. 
So, and we've just hitting towards the one hour mark. So I think we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you everybody for coming and joining us. And uh, thank you, Smokey, for, for taking the time out to come and chat to me and, uh, and uh, spend this time with us here. So thank you, everybody. I hope you enjoyed uh, this episode. And if you did, come and tune in next week, same time, same place, different guest. Uh, next week, we've got uh, Brito Maseko. Yeah, and uh, Brito is a, a good friend of mine. We've got some good stories to tell. We've done a lot of work together. Um, again, a lot of my work with him has been filming and drone footage and stuff because he's been training paramedics and stuff like that and doing um, rescue drills and um, we because he's a part of Ace Ambulance. So with Ace Ambulance, he was doing a lot of simulated rescue drills where they did a lot of training days um simulating actual disasters and simulating actual animal attacks so i've got some really cool photos to, to share of all of that and uh some interesting stories where we where we did some work together um i also did quite a bit of work with ace in the eastern highlands in chimani mani when the cyclone hit um so there's stories about that but i don't think brito was there i think i was just with mark and james at that stage but yeah so interesting guests right. next week he does a lot of um, you know, really, Brito also, he does a lot of really great um, iPhone photography. I've seen a lot of his, um, you know, his he, he doesn't. Just, yeah, so it's, it's amazing how he does it. Yeah, Absolutely incredible. And the thing is, it's the composition is amazing. Before you walk away, Paul, I want to, you know, just a shout out because I know this person is going to, you know, she she's gonna hate me if i don't do this i want to you know send a big shout out to uh alex you know alex uh, alexandra swenson and um i think you you did some um some shorts with her right yeah um, she she and, did uh, my raw clothes uh, we did some some photo shoot together but we've also just been friends for years as she's been in and out of vic falls and visiting and all the rest of it good good mate good good solid yeah. friend from sweden she was with me at the onset of, you know, Yaga, just, you know, when it was still like a concept and, you know, she's really, um, she's really been there, you know, from the beginning. So I really want to, you know, send a shout out to her and, uh, and her mom, Anika. Um, and, um, yeah. And, and also, also like before, my, before you go, uh, just yeah. give us your social media links so other people can find you. Okay, on, on, on Facebook, my uh, professional page is Smoky P, at Smoky P Music. That's where you find me. On Instagram, I am, uh, it's at Smoky underscore O-M-O-B-A. And I'll, I'll probably just um, type it also into, your, uh, into the comments there. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm not very active on Twitter. I I'm, can't do shorthand. Yeah, I also I am too long-winded. I need to actually get what I'm saying out. I can't uh, I can't uh, keep it down to a certain number of characters. I feel like they they're taking away my right to speak. Um, there's some love from Alex. She got your message. Awesome. <laughs> cool. Thanks very I'm much, sick. everybody. That's where we're gonna wrap up. Nice one, dude. Thank you so much. And uh, don't be a stranger. Keep in touch, mate. Of course, man. Always, always. And, and thanks for that beautiful footage. You did <laughs> it, man. You rock. Cheers, cheers.